Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Monica Ricks. Rescue crews are racing to find possible skiers and snowboarders trapped under an avalanche at a ski resort in Lake Tahoe, California. KOVR-TV reporter Andrew Hobner's there. Some of the first people to get the first chairlift of the morning that services skiers and riders, and that group ended up being caught in a pretty bad avalanche. Mountain Ops is up there, emergency services, fire district, police are all up there right now. But there's no telling yet whether anyone's hurt or missing. In Connecticut, hundreds of people are now evacuating to escape floodwaters from a local dam break along the Yantic River. This follows heavy overnight storms in the region. In New York, neighborhoods are dealing with floods and widespread damage. A tree fell on this woman's home in Staten Island. I heard a noise, but with the what goes on on the street, I never thought to, you know, to look. And of all the trees on the street, why this one? Tornadoes and hail hit states further south. A House committee hearing on whether to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress got ugly today. Here's Republican Nancy Mace. I think that uh, that Hunter Biden should be arrested right here, right now, and go straight to jail. Our nation is founded on the rule of come law. Come on, come on. And the, premise- the president's son refused to testify behind closed doors. He wants to give his deposition publicly to keep lawmakers from allegedly twisting his words. The White House, meantime, sounding the alarm on rebel attacks in the Red Sea. White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says in the most recent attacks. Iran-backed Houthis launched a complex attack of one-way attack drones, anti-ship cruise missiles, and an anti-ship ballistic missile. And while there were no injuries and no damage. These attacks against vessels in the Red Sea posed a direct threat to lives, to freedom of navigation, and to global trade in one of the world's most critical waterways. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, the White House. Ecuador is still reeling from an outbreak of violence and has declared a national emergency following the prison break of a big gang leader there. Reporter Enrique Acevedo. There's a curfew. Classes have been suspended. Basic services have also been suspended in most of the country. A group of armed men were arrested yesterday for attacking a television station during a live broadcast. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. <laughs> and Tennessee Governor Bill Lee signed the Elvis Act into law today, which protects artists from artificial intelligence. Every one of you who's, a, who's an artist or an engineer or a producer, you have a gift and it's unique to you. And it's very important that it not be copied, stolen, mocked. It, it's very important that that be protected. 
This measure aims to protect the state's $6 billion music industry. This is CBS News. We all make resolutions this time of year. And let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. WOGL HD3 Philadelphia from the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Hunter Biden showed up today in Congress and it was chaos as you'd imagine. A total stunt by Hunter Biden. The question, of course, is will they hold him in contempt as he crashed the hearing? Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here today. 855-839-1210. And on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. We're also on uh, Chris Christie Watch to see if the former New Jersey governor will be, in fact, dropping out of the race at 5 p.m. And whether or not he'll be backing Nikki Haley for president. So that's the question. He's got a 5 p.m. town hall scheduled in Wyndham, New Hampshire. Now, we'll queue up the TV and we'll see if that is, in fact, what happens. Because if he does drop out today at 5 o'clock, I want to take it live. <laughs> I just do. I, I do. Come on. You know you want to hear it, don't you? After all this, obviously. I haven't taken a, really a second of, of his campaign, but if he drops out live after this anti-Trump uh, tsunami mission that he's been on, this uh, kamikaze mission. Um, and I want to hear if he's going to back Nikki Haley. I mean, look, it's the only smart play he has, right? That's it. It's the only smart play. If you're Chris Christie, you have no other choice here. No other option. None. That's it. You better back her today. Otherwise, it's going to look like, you know, you are um, on the fence and... Uh, I don't know. It just seems like if the guy wants a political future, his only chance is to help the Republican establishment beat the guy that he once called his best buddy, Donald Trump. But if I were Nikki Haley, I'd be careful because Chris Christie, four years from now, might be trashing her. So I'd be uh, careful if I were her. But nevertheless, I'm sure she'll work out a deal with him. You know, you could be my AG if I win. You could be something. I don't think running mate. I don't really think he gives her anything, but. But nevertheless, we'll see what happens in uh, just about an hour. Uh, and I spend a lot of time in my opening monologue about why the establishment wants to stop Donald Trump so badly, what they'll do, and they'll do anything they can to do it. Anything they possibly can, obviously. But let's begin with uh, a little bit of Hunter Biden, shall we? So first of all, Nancy Mace, you heard the clip in the news, but it's worth playing again. Congresswoman Nancy Mace, and she's single now, guys. 
Nancy Mace came out and said uh, Hunter Biden should be hauled off to jail right now. She also said Hunter Biden, um, it's amazing he lacked the cojones. She used the actual B word for that, but nevertheless, cut number one. You know, Hunter Biden broke the law. He did so deliberately. You did so flagrantly. You showed up on the Hill, on the Senate side, the day of that congressional subpoena to defy it and spit in the face of this committee. That's what you did. The question the American people are asking us is, what is Hunter Biden so afraid of? Why can't you show up for a, d- a congressional deposition? You're here for a political stunt. This is just a PR stunt to you. This is just a game that you are playing with the American people. You're playing with the truth. Um, Hunter Biden wasn't afraid to sell access to Joe Biden to the highest bidder when he was in elected office. He wasn't afraid to trade on the Biden brand, peddle influence, and share those ill-gotten gains with members of, of his family, including Joe Biden. He wasn't afraid to compromise the integrity of the presidency and vice president by involving Joe Biden in shady business deals with our foreign adversaries. But Hunter Biden, you were too afraid to show up for a deposition. And you still can't today. Um, I believe that Hunter Biden should be held completely in contempt. I think he should be hauled off to jail right now. Because it wasn't long ago, too, my friends on the other side of the aisle, um, that you also believed in the, the power of a congressional subpoena. Not long ago at all. You believed in holding those who refused to comply with a congressional subpoena accountable. And I stood with each and every one of you. I am the only member in this room today who has held a member of my own party in contempt of Congress for not showing up for a subpoena. And I see nothing but complete hypocrisy on the other side of the aisle. The ranking member of this committee even so eloquently put it, the lesson is please tell your children out there in America, if you get a subpoena to go before Congress, go. You have a legal responsibility to do so. So the hypocrisy is stunning. What are we to tell our children today? There's nothing the other side can say with a straight face. As the only member of this committee to vote to hold a member of contempt of my own party, let me be clear, this should not be a partisan issue. If Congress issues a subpoena, you show up, period. This is not a responsibility we take lightly. It brings no joy for us to do this, but the president's son broke the law and must be held accountable in the same way anybody else would. I urge my colleagues on both sides of the aisle to do so. And my last message to you, Hunter Biden, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Will the gentlelady yield for a question? Will the gentlelady yield? Will my friend yield from South Carolina? This is Jamie Raskin here. Um, I I do want to commend the gentlelady who was the only Republican who stood up uh, and voted to hold in contempt the Republican members of the House who blatantly and categorically refused to comply with subpoenas that came from the bipartisan January 6th committee. I would like to ask my friend Ms. Mace from South Carolina um, whether she's aware of all the case law which says that the committee has to engage in good faith interaction. Now let's uh, let jump in here for a second here. So for, first of all, it's important to know that as much as I, I'm glad Nancy May said everything she said, the, this, the problem with, see, Republicans will every now and then do these kind of virtuous things, like vote against their own party and things like this. It gets you nothing. It gets you nothing. Because Democrats will not do the same against their own. That, you notice is that Democrats just rally the wagon. They circle the wagons and they just rally. It's all every time. They always do this. And you have Republicans that cross the aisle and vote against their own. And then 
what happens? They, the Democrats will then sing and dance and jump in, up and down and say why it's different. So, yeah, Nancy Mace's point is correct. I mean, yeah, look, I voted to hold Republicans in contempt for not showing up. And then Jamie Raskin is going to go on a long tirade about why it's different because Hunter Biden showed up. And her point is, but he didn't show up for the closed door deposition. But you see, this is why you can't win with these people. So why bother? Why, why vote with Democrats ever? What does it get you? Nothing. They're not going to return this. And I've said this a million times. If you cross the aisle and vote with Democrats, whether it's passing a budget, whether it's for uh, Ukraine, whether it's for holding your own members in contempt, impeaching Donald Trump, whatever it is, you'll get five minutes of positive press about your bipartisan courage. And then when the shoe's on the other foot, do not expect them to do the same. Do not expect Democrats to cross the aisle and go after their own. They don't do it. They won't do it because they're smart politically and they understand that as a party, you just have to stick together here. That's it. Bottom line. So what did Nancy Mace get for her courageous lone vote against Republicans and holding them in contempt? Nothing. And the Democrats are not going to vote to hold. Maybe this guy Moskowitz will, but that's it. He's maybe one. One person will vote to hold Hunter in contempt. One Democrat, maybe. That's it. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? It's like, give me a break. What do you get? What do you get by crossing your own party? Nothing. It gets you nothing. Here is uh, Hunter Biden slamming out of the uh, storming out of the House Oversight Committee hearing, just as Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene begins to speak. Cut to Miss Greene from Georgia for five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, excuse going? me, Hunter. Oh, apparently, you're afraid of my words. Uh, here <laughs> oh. I like to reclaim my time, Mr. Chairman. Kind of burst their bubble. Wow, that's too bad. I think it's clear and obvious for everyone watching this hearing today that Hunter Biden is terrified of strong conservative Republican women because he can't even face my words as I was about to speak to him. What a coward. Yep, what a coward is right. And then um, at that point, Jamie Raskin, and I did not have this on my 2024 Hellscape bingo card, starts going after Marjorie Taylor Greene and blames her for the reason why Hunter left, because she showed pictures from his laptop. Marjorie Taylor Greene had the audacity to show pictures from Hunter Biden's laptop of Hunter Biden engaged in disgusting, disgusting sexual activities with hookers and snorting cocaine off the backsides of Russian hookers and all kinds of other things and orgies and everything else. And she had the audacity to share those pictures, even though they were on Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh, this is Robert Garcia who says that about the D pics. Okay. I, I was only listening on the radio today. I couldn't hear, I uh, couldn't watch it. So this is uh, Congresswoman Robert Garcia. Go ahead. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I, I think it's um, it's really uh, interesting to hear the gentle lady from Georgia uh, speak about Hunter Biden leaving. And she is the person that showed nude photos of Hunter Biden in this very committee room, showing showing pics in this committee room uh, of of Hunter Biden. As well, my said. five minutes, uh, gentle lady. And so I think it's really I think it's really ironic, hypocritical, uh, 
quite shameful that uh, the, uh, the person who's complaining about somebody leaving when she is showing nude photos of him uh, to this committee, uh, it, it, showing nude photos of him to this committee in this, in this very room. And you also uh, talk about uh, decorum. You talk, you're talking about January 6th. Uh, you know, Ms. You know, uh, Green, I was there with you when we went to the January, January 6th jail, and when you were hugging, high-fiving, uh, uh, talking to, and providing so much comfort and joy to the insurrectionists that attacked our capital. And you were in, in insurrectionists that attacked our capital. You were, you were hugging and giving them all the support. Mr. That Chairman, you, that you the could. gentleman like has the time. Uh, stop the clock. Chair recognizes... So there you go, uh, showing D-picks, and that's what he called them, D-picks. I'll let you fill out the rest of the word there. Uh, why? What, what's wrong with that? Marjorie Taylor Greene showed these pictures of the Hunter Biden laptop. What, what was the problem with that? I mean, I, I thought the laptop was Russian disinformation, so wasn't she just showing pictures of Russian disinformation? I don't understand. Or are you acknowledging that those were Hunter Biden's disgusting pictures? That he took those pictures of himself? Or someone... someone that he was having relations with, took the pictures. And either way, the pictures are there and they don't die. You know, the thing about pictures and videos is they live forever, especially when they're on laptops that you turn into a Delaware computer repair shop and forget to pick up. The guy has certain rules in life, and one of those rules is if you have pictures of yourself snorting cocaine off a Russian hooker's backside and it's on your laptop and you bring it to a computer repair shop, Pick up your laptop within the allotted period of time. I mean, that's just a simple rule of life. That's a basic life lesson 101. You're welcome. You're welcome, America. It's the least I can do for you is give you that life lesson. You impart that on your children. right? One day they'll thank you. One day they'll say, Dad, thank you, because that time that I took pictures, high as a kite, snorting coke off a Russian hooker's backside, And had it on my laptop and took the laptop in for repair. I almost forgot about it. I thought about your life lesson and I went in there and got it. So thank you, Dad, for that. And also for getting me lots and lots of millions of dollars because you're the vice president of the United States and you were able to get the prosecutor of the company that I'm working for fired. So thank you. Also, thank you for that. So be lots of different ways to thank your dad. But you see, Joe Biden didn't give Hunter that good advice. He just helped him with the making millions of dollars part. So, you know, I'm trying to help you as a parent, right? Learn from Joe Biden's failures, his missteps along the way. Uh, the, um, the lawyer for Hunter Biden, Abby Lowell, made a statement after the fiasco on Capitol Hill where Hunter Biden showed up, just showed up for a photo op. Apparently they're filming some documentary or something like that. And this is what his attorney said, cut three. Would you please, I'll answer your question if you be quiet and let me make a statement, okay? What kind of crack do you normally smoke, Mr. Biden? Let me Boom. start again. Hunter Biden was and is a private citizen. Well, despite this, Republicans... Wait, start that over again. Who was that reporter? Was that... Who was that? I have no idea. Was that... Uh, what's his name? Jenks from the old uh, Howard Stern show. What was his name? Captain I, Jenks? <laughs> I, I honestly have no idea, but he screams uh, throughout this little press briefing. There's no way that guy's affiliated with the Howard Stern Show. But back in the day, they would have that one guy, I think it was him, who would go, remember, he was the one that asked. No, Stuttering John was the one who once asked Monica Lewinsky about Bill Clinton. Remember that? I he, do not. That was a very famous moment. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was that. 
It could be because wait, jo- he ended up getting a job on Jay Leno's he show. He did. He completely reinvented himself, yeah. much like Woke Howard Stern did. You know, Greg Stocker is the resident Howard Stern expert. I should ask him. Uh, pre-woke, of course. Pre, pre-woke. But um, at, 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 regardless, whoever that reporter is, I want to meet that man and shake his hand because it's a very good question. What kind of crack do you prefer? <laughs> like, if I'm thinking about crack tonight, I'd like to take it from an expert. I ask people for wine recommendations all the time. You know what I mean? So let's say I'm going to go home and smoke some crack. I'd like to know what's a good brand of crack. Right? Wouldn't you like to know? If I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a good Bordeaux. <laughs> I, I, you know, shame on me. I didn't even know there were different variations of crack. I, I we see the, that's the problem. The purity to it. I bet his connect has really pure stuff. Well, that's just it, right? You don't want to get Fugazi crack. You want the real deal, pure purity, like break, like Walter White crack. Yeah. If Walter White made crack, that's the kind of level of purity you want. I think it's a legitimate question. I think that they're rude for not helping this guy out. He's supposed to go home and do some crack tonight. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, he shouted several more times during this clip. Maybe you'll get an answer. All right. I'll answer your question if you be quiet and let me make a statement, okay? What crack do you normally smoke, Mr. Biden? Let me start again. Hunter Biden was and is a private citizen. What's Despite this, Republicans have use? sought to use him as a surrogate to attack his father. And despite their improper partisan motives, on six different occasions since February of 2023... Why don't you answer the question? It's a legitimate question. What kind of crack do you prefer? I'm asking for a friend. I'm asking for a friend who wants to smoke some crack tonight, all right? Well, you're rude if I said, hey, give me a good uh, Merlot recommendation. Well, I would expect you to answer, you jerk. Am I right? Work with the House committees to see what and how relevant information to any legitimate inquiry could be provided. Our first five offers were ignored, and then in November, they issued a subpoena for a behind-closed-doors deposition, a tactic that the Republicans have repeatedly misused in their political crusade to selectively leak and mischaracterize what witnesses have said. What are you going to do on the House? Last fall, Chairman Comer made an explicit offer that people like Hunter and had, like him, the option to attend a deposition or a public hearing, whichever they chose. Hunter chose a hearing where Republicans could not distort, manipulate, or misuse that testimony. Honor. And then ignoring that invitation and proving once again. All right. Well, you're ignoring the question, which is what kind of crack do you prefer, which is a very legitimate question and quite helpful if you ask me. Uh, 855-839-1210 is the number if you want to weigh in. Listen, there are ways to lose weight. Yes, crack is one of them. So is heroin. But so are these shots that they have now. Well, they are. I'm just saying. What? Heroin chic. Oh, please. Like you haven't thought about heroin to lose weight. <laughs> like a supermodel. Don't get all hoity-toity on me. But those things come with side effects, you know? Just a little drawback. Yeah, some, some drawbacks. Plus, I don't know if heroin chic is still a thing. It was big in the 90s. Who was that, who was that model? What was her name? Um... 
Kate Moss, Moss right? Yeah, yeah Kate Moss. She uh, didn't end well for her. No, it did not end. What happened to her career? I think she's still alive and she's still a model, but she looked pretty rough for a long period of she time. She got so skinny you couldn't see her anymore. Yeah. She just became invisible. She's still around. You literally see through her. She's translucent. The other option are shots, hormones, prepackaged food. All of it's terrible, so don't use any of it because they all have their own side effects. But with NJ Diet, you will lose weight the right way, the safe way, the all-natural way. 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days, contractually guaranteed. NJ Diet uses your hair and saliva along with bioenergetic scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that get your body into the fat burning zone then nj diet uses your dna info to help you keep the weight off don't take shots the rest of your life lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days naturally quickly and safely with nj diet no hormones no prepackaged foods no shots you even get the doctor's personal email and phone number so call 855-5-NJ-DIET 855-5-NJ-DIET or schedule your consult today at njdiet.com. You can do this, and NJ Diet will help, and you'll lose the weight for good, guaranteed, with njdiet.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. New Jersey Governor Chris Former. New Jersey Governor Chris Christie will be dropping out of the race at 5 p.m. tonight. I've confirmed with my sources in New Jersey politics. Most of these guys don't know a damn thing, but they certainly pretend like they do. Anyway, uh, he'll be making this major announcement in New Hampshire at 5 p.m. We'll take it live for you because I think you'll have a certain sense of glee. <laughs> Schadenfreude, as they call it. And that will, um, that will happen in about 30 minutes from now. He'll be dropping out of the race. The question is, is he going to endorse Nikki Haley? And if not today, then when? That's the only other question. I mean, he doesn't have another pathway here for himself other than to back Nikki Haley. So does he do it today? Does he do it tomorrow? Does he do it next week? I mean, I don't know. I am in no way, shape or form involved in his campaign. But I guess the question would be if you're advising him and you're telling him that you're going to, you know, he's going to drop out in 30 minutes. Why don't you just tell him to back Haley and get it over with so that she can use that tonight in the debate against DeSantis? I I mean, what, what? What benefit is there for you to wait a couple days or do it next week? Or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to get out of the race, get out of the race, and 
and and back her unless typical Christie style he wants to be on the stage with her and do a big hoopla thing like he did with Trump back in 2016. I, maybe that I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I have no way of knowing these things. But either way, this um, is the end for the former governor, who never had a chance in hell anyway. I mean, zero chance. There was never a pathway for Christie. I, I think a big part of it, too, is to go from being the guy who backed Trump, the first establishment Republican to back Trump. And you get all this blowback back then. I remember when Meg Whitman... No relation to Christy Whitman, another useless establishment hack. Uh, but Christy Whitman also herself, the former New Jersey governor and former EPA administrator, who told us that the air over ground zero was fine to breathe. despite the fact that so many people like my father have tremendous health effects. People have died. First responders who were there that day in the subsequent weeks and months afterward. But anyway, um, they were all angry at Christy for backing Trump back then. I mean, furious with him. I think Meg Whitman at the time wrote a, a big op-ed calling out Chris Christie. The establishment was furious. But he said he's my friend of 12 years. What was I going to do? My friend of 13 years. My friend of whatever. I mean, if you, if you read his book, he goes on a lot about his friendship with Donald Trump. When he and I had the book event together back in, I think it was 20, I don't know, 2018, whenever it was. It was at the, I think it was at the Broadway Theater in Pittman. Maybe that's where I was with Levin. I forget. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Point is that, he wound up outing me as Trump's debate coach in that book, which was fine. It was okay. But we did a book event together and, you know, it was, we had peace in the land. He and I have always had a very complicated relationship, to say the least. Known him a long time. But we were on the same team. We were on Trump's team and that's the end of it. Uh, to go from that to, be, to literally running this anti-Trump crusade and what about Trump changed? That would force that would cause you to do such a 180. And the reality is nothing. I mean, as, as disgusted as you might be with January 6th, as disgusted as you might be with Trump denying the election results, so what? I mean, it's a difference of opinion. You, you could be disgusted at January 6th, but you could still say, well, but he didn't cause January 6th. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't go there. Ray Epps told people to go in the Capitol building, not Trump. I mean, think about that. Of the two people, of, of Donald Trump versus Ray Epps, Ray Epps told people to go to the Capitol building. Trump didn't. But anyway, the point is that what I think it just looked phony to people. I really do. I mean, my analysis of this is just that Christie looked phony. Like, it looked self-serving and looked like a fraud. You know, the guy's cushy gig on ABC News, and he was the weekend guy, and, you know, with the unbiased journalist George Stephanopoulos, and he's joking around with the ladies on The View and everything, and, oh, sure, they love you when you hate Trump's guts, but what about Trump change for you besides January 6th? I mean, he goes, oh, when he's, I remember Christie said this, he said, when Trump said, we're going to build that wall, Mexico's going to pay for it, I knew it was a lie. Well, if you knew it was a lie, why'd you back him for president? Why were you the first mainstream Republican to back Donald Trump for president? Why? I was with him at Mar-a-Lago back in March for that debate prep session prior to the Miami debate. Christie was there. And um, I wish I could tell you some of the jokes Trump made, but I can't because <laughs> I can't. I really can't. I'll do that in an event sometime, but not on the radio. Anyway, the point is, 
his policies were great. You helped a, a lot of, I mean, you advised him on a lot of those policies. In fact, Chris Christie played an integral role in Donald Trump, I think, making a uh, very positive change in America's course on the war on drugs. Chris Christie, to his credit, and Trump was always sympathetic to this notion, said, you know what? People who are addicted should not be treated as criminals. They should be treated as people who need help. Hunter Biden's a great example of that. Nobody, nobody's going after Hunter Biden today for his drug use. You know, that's another lie the media told. I, I think some Democrat today was whining at the committee hearing about going after a poor Biden family member who had struggled with addiction, blah, blah, blah. That's not why anyone's going after Hunter Biden. Stop it. Stop it, you silly fool. You know that. They're going after Hunter Biden for his corruption, not because of his drug use. But anyway, Trump uh, changed a lot of those policies, and then he, he also commuted the sentences of a lot of people who were in prison for drug use. And Chris Christie helped craft all that. Chris Christie was by his side for that, uh, by his side during a lot of things during COVID. Uh, advised Trump on a number of different issues over the years. So when you come out, you go from that to then running a campaign, not of a contrast of saying, I think I'd be better, but saying that this guy is the war, he's the, he's the devil, he's the embodiment of pure evil and everything. People look at that and go, I don't know, man, I, it, I'm having a hard time buying this. Because you told us in 2016 that, that he was your friend for 12 years, 13 years, whatever it was, and that that's why you were backing him. You said that. You said, I got no choice but to back my friend of 12 years. You read his book. He talks all about how uh, when he was United States attorney for New Jersey, he and Mary Pat went out to dinner at Trump Tower at a very fancy restaurant there. And at the end of the night, uh, Trump and Melania left. They had to leave early or something. And and uh, waiter comes over with the bill and says, Mr. Trump took care of it. And Christie tells a story about how he said, you can't. I'm the, US, I'm the United States attorney for New Jersey. You can't buy my dinner. I have to pay for my dinner. I have to pay for it. And all these stories about Trump and him being buddies and, you know, as governor of New Jersey and, and Trump having a presence in Atlantic City and Trump and the Republican Party in New Jersey. So to go from that, it'd be one thing if you didn't know the guy, right? You didn't know the guy from Adam, but in 2016, you thought this is the guy and you got duped. Okay. If you if your reason for backing him in the first place was your long relationship with him. And then you back him for president, you you are in his core campaign world. I'm telling you, there were only a few people at that table that day in March of uh, 2016. And he was one of them. You're in that core circle. And you're Italian and you pride loyalty above all else. And it's not like Trump gets in there and then cuts you out. I mean, you're, you're in the White House. You're, you're there all the time. Your people are there. Bill Steppe and your former campaign manager becomes the White House political director. You get a pardon for the chairman of the Ocean County Republican Party for tax evasion who helped you become governor of New Jersey. You, you, helped the, you did that and Trump grant, granted him a pardon, among other people, by the way, who Christie helped get pardons for. So to go from that to then turning around and being like, but now I can't. Now I think he's pure evil and he's Satan himself. People are just, they don't buy it. You know what I mean? It sounds self-serving. Just like it in hindsight now, it looks like 2016 was entirely self-serving. And this is the problem with Chris Christie's entire campaign strategy here. 
All you do now is make it seem like what you did in 2016 was purely and utterly self-serving for your own personal gain, which is to back Trump, not because he was your friend, not because you knew him personally, not because you trusted he'd do a good job, but because you thought it was the best way for you to become attorney general. And when you didn't get attorney general, you were upset and you didn't forget that, even though you were offered all these other things and you held it against him. And then you saw your opportunity to be the anti-Trump guy. But unfortunately for you, the establishment wasn't interested because you had already burned that bridge in 2016. See, again, this is what, this is what I can't understand here. He's a, Chris Christie is a very bright guy. I mean, obviously, he was elected governor of New Jersey. He's a blue state. He was a Republican. He got elected twice. He's a bright guy, but what I can't figure out here is what you were thinking, what, what the strategy was. You, you knew that the establishment was angry with you in 2016 for being the first mainstream Republican to back Donald Trump and give him all this legitimacy. So why, why would you think now that the establishment was going to circle their wagons around you just because you had this big epiphany? And the big epiphany that you had was not based on you. Uh, because you didn't know the guy very well and you were just duped. The big epiphany was because your friend of 12 years now, 16, 17, 18 years, you just don't like him anymore. February 28th, 2016. Meg Whitman assails Chris Christie for backing Donald Trump. Meg Whitman, the Hewlett Packard executive, who was a top supporter of Chris Christie's presidential campaign on Sunday, criticized Mr. Christie for supporting Donald Trump, assailing him for political opportunism and calling on Mr. Trump's other supporters and donors to walk away from him. The comments from Ms. Whitman came in a statement to NBC News two days after Christie made a surprise endorsement of Mr. Trump, someone the governor had previously suggested was ill-prepared to become president. Mr. Christie, a former chairman of the Republican Governors Association, has since reached out to other elected officials and called his donor network to seek more establishment support for Mr. Trump. What she said at the time was Chris Christie's endorsement of Donald Trump is an astonishing display of political opportunism. She was the national finance co-chair of the Christie campaign. Donald Trump is unfit to be president. He is a dishonest demagogue who plays to our worst fears. Trump would take America on a dangerous journey. Christie knows all that and indicated as much many times publicly. The governor is mistaken if he believes he can now count on my support. And I call on Christie's donors and supporters to reject the governor and Donald Trump outright. I believe they will. For some of us, principle and country still matter. Now. What makes you think after that, your endorsement of Trump in February of 2016, which you justified as he's your friend, you know him personally, you know he's going to do a great job because you know him, but you tell us now that you knew a lot of what he said was a lie, but you still backed him anyway and pretended like all that stuff was true, even though you thought it was going to be a lie anyway. Why would you think now that anybody's going to believe you? And not look at this as purely opportunistic. What makes you think that the establishment would take you back? I just can't figure it out. I, I really can't. I don't know. I don't know who came up with this ridiculous strategy. It's a disaster. It'll go down, in my opinion, as one of the worst political campaigns in political history. 
Really, truly. I mean, this 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 go around for Christie will go down as that. And that's what is going to be his swan song. No, he's too smart for that. Which is why I'm sure he'll back Nikki Haley. It's just a matter of time. Whether he does it today at 5 o'clock, which would be the smart play, or he does it some other time, he's going to back her. He has no choice. What, what's his other path? Back to Santos? What, what does that get you? Tell, tell everybody you were just kidding and you really love Donald Trump. He's, he's still your friend. This whole thing was just a big ruse. And at that point, people would just say, well, and we don't believe anything you say, so it doesn't matter. I mean, this, is, this was such a disastrous political strategy by an otherwise very politically smart guy. And I don't know who the hell crafted this. I don't know who sat down in his, in his circle and said, here's the playbook. You're going to do a complete 180 and tell everybody that you, you had it wrong. You, you were wrong in 2016. You got it wrong. And they should trust your judgment now, even though you got it wrong then. And you knew he was lying then, but you told everybody he was telling the truth. You're going to admit that now. And everybody's going to believe you now. What a terrible strategy. You're going you're gonna to anger every Trump supporter because you were on his team. You're going to look like a fraud. You're going to look like you are self-serving. The establishment people are still angry at you for backing Trump in the first place and giving him legitimacy in February of 2016. They're not taking you back. So what, what, is, what are you doing? What is, your, what is your strategy here? Anyway. It's a strategy of disaster, and it's brought to you by, that is our big story of the day today. The strategy is not brought to you by, the big story of the day today is brought to you by VenariaDental.com, Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental.com. I had my dental cleaning today. My teeth are nice and clean and fresh, (laughs) and he'll give you a great smile as well. Just go to VenariaDental.com, V-A-N-A-R-I-A, VenariaDental.com. A uh, lot to chat about as we await the big Chris Christie announcement in 15 minutes. Don't go away. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the Odyssey app. All righty, 855-839-1210. Um, I'll play this for you. Let's go back in, uh, go back in the Wayback Machine, shall we? We'll uh, go back to 2016 when Chris Christie took the stage and endorsed Donald Trump. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing this out to you because, look, on days like today, when you've got the intersection of local and national politics, and you are fortunate enough to be here for my analysis of this, when I personally know both of these two people, both Chris Christie and Donald Trump, and I was in the room with both of them for debate prep sessions, and I was there. So you have kind of a bird's eye view of this. But beyond that, I knew Chris Christie before he was governor. I knew Chris Christie before he was U.S. attorney. I, I, I've known him since he was. Uh, he had just been a at the time they called them freeholders, but he was what they're now called county commissioners of Morris County, New Jersey, where he um, lost his reelection bid and came in last place. I think it was like six out of six or something. Anyway. He wound up becoming a big donor for George W. Bush. He became United States Attorney for New Jersey. And he did great things as U.S. Attorney. He did great things. He put away a lot of corrupt people and a couple of overzealous prosecutions here and there. But he certainly built up his, his uh, political cachet. Uh, as governor, I would say it ended on a pretty sour note. He ticked off just about every cop. Um, no, every, every police officer in the state of New Jersey. And... Um, the whole Bridgegate thing. 
There's that little minor asterisk. But his handling of Sandy was 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 excellent. And there was the whole thing with Obama on the beach, which it wasn't so much the backslap or the hug or whatever it was. It was more about the fact that when he was asked the question, Mitt Romney and coming to campaign, he said, don't know, don't care, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Obama comes and, and he just looked, it looked very self-serving. Then he speaks of the Republican National Convention and it was like all about him. Remember in 2012 it was all about him. And 2016 comes around. He he's this anti-Trump candidate for a short period of time. And then he comes out and surprises everybody on February, whatever of 2016 and says this. Okay, Chris. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for being here. Um, I am proud to be here to endorse Donald Trump for president of the United States. Uh, I'm doing this for a number of reasons. Uh, first is uh, that Donald and I, along with Melania and Mary Hatton, have been friends for over a decade. Uh, he has been a good and loyal friend to our family, as we have been to he and his family. And over the years, we've had a lot of wonderful times together, um, done a lot of good together for not only the people of the state of New Jersey, but for many charities that we've worked with and on together. Um, and I, have, I absolutely appreciate him as a person um, and as a friend. Secondly, I've been on that stage. I've gotten to know all the people on that stage. Um, and there is no one who is better prepared to provide America with the strong leadership uh, that it needs, both at home and around the world, um, than Donald Trump. Uh, he is, looking at the five people on that stage last night, um, the clear standout. Um, and the person who will do exactly what needs to be done to make America um, a leader around the world again. He'll provide strong, unequivocal leadership. He will do what needs to be done to protect the American people, first and foremost, both in the homeland um, and in creating jobs for this country. And he will make sure that people around the world know that America keeps its word again. Donald Trump is someone who, when he makes a promise, he keeps it. I've experienced that over my uh, long friendship with him. And what the American people and our allies around the world are going to understand is that Donald Trump is someone who keeps his word, and that means America will keep its word again. Um, third, there is no doubt in my mind, uh, and I've been saying this right from the time I entered the campaign, that the single most important thing for the Republican Party is to nominate the person who gives us the best chance to beat Hillary Clinton. I can guarantee you that the one person that Hillary and Bill Clinton do not want to see on that stage come next September is Donald Trump. They know how to run the standard political playbook against uh, junior senators um, and run them around the block. They do not know the playbook with Donald Trump because he is rewriting the playbook. He is rewriting the playbook of American politics because he's providing strong leadership that's not dependent upon the status quo. And so uh, the best person to beat Hillary Clinton in November on that stage last night is undoubtedly Donald Trump. And so I am thrilled to be here this morning uh, to lend my support. I will lend my support between now and November in every way that I can for Donald to help to make this campaign an even better campaign than it's already been, and then to help him do whatever he needs to do to help to make the country everything that we want it to be for our children and grandchildren. Um, he's a good friend. He is a strong and resolute leader. Um, and he is someone who is going to lead the Republican Party to victory um, in November over Hillary Clinton, which is the single most important thing we can do. So I thank him for his friendship. Um, I thank him for um, all the kindnesses that we've shared with each other over the years. But more importantly than that, I thank him for leaving the private sector, 
for seeing that there was a need for strong leadership in this country and for being willing to step out of the private sector and come and offer himself for public service and for leadership in this country at a time when our party and our nation so desperately needs it. So I'm happy to be on the Trump team, and I look forward to working with him. Thank you, sir. Thank you. As you go from that to this guy is, is pure evil, Satan, the, wor- the worst person to ever exist. Yeah, look. You don't like the guy anymore. Maybe I'm old school. I don't know. Maybe it's the Italian to me. You just keep your mouth shut. You were in the you were in the inner circle. You know, it's one thing to support somebody and change your position. You were in the inner circle. You were in the sanctum. It was like a, I never I never saw the play Hamilton, although I hear it's great. But this whole thing about you know being in the room. You were in the room on multiple occasions. Not only in the in the campaign, but in the White House. So to go from that to then this guy who was my friend and my buddy and me and his wife and my wife and we're all, he's a great guy. To go from that to that makes people think it's as disingenuous as it gets, period. And that's the reality. So we'll, we'll, we'll hear him now trash Trump, I'm sure, in a few moments as he announces he's dropping out of the race. And... We'll see if he endorses Nikki Haley. And if I were Nikki Haley, I'd be very, very careful. I'd watch my back. As Julius Caesar has taught us well. We'll be right back. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 